tad too far, where we're making Athena go dark again. Let me out. <laughs> too far this is Taj here with Athena hello and Dietrich so <laughs> so and uh, this uh, series of uh, episodes is movies with the same name in the title merged together so um, same word same word yeah. so yeah so we each picked a word and I just you know I couldn't live mm-hmm. down the opportunity you know uh, of you know making Athena dive into horror and stuff, so I picked the word dark. I figured that there's no kid friendly you know family movie that has dark in the title. I'm sure there's a few, but you know, but we were gonna see see how dark we could take it. <laughs> so, um, for my part, uh, it was kind of a mistake. No, but <laughs> I figured it out. So, um, I chose to merge Darkness Falls. With dark waters. So, do you, are you familiar with those? Uh, no. Okay. It sounds scary. But yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Darkness Falls is um, this lady uh, gets accused of doing stuff that she didn't do, and then she gets beat up and gets a light sensitivity disease, and then she dies, and she comes back as a vengeful ghost. But she's kind of known as the Tooth Fairy. So when you lose your last baby tooth, uh, she comes to visit you. And if you see her, she kills you. If you don't see her, then she leaves you alone. But the way the movie starts is this guy saw her, but he had a flashlight. And so he protected himself. So she's kind of angry because she didn't get a chance to kill him, right? And so he leaves town. And then like 15 years later, something years later, a friend of his, uh, their kid, is about to lose their last baby tooth and he's suddenly afraid of the dark and so you come to find out that the same thing happened that like he saw her but he, she didn't kill him so now she's just really pissed off and then she just goes around the town killing a bunch of people and so yeah so, wow so that's uh darkness darkness falls yes. and then dark waters is um this lady that's going through a divorce um her and it, she moves into this ratty apartment that first is fine, but then they slowly start seeing a water leak on the ceiling. And supposedly there's nobody living upstairs, but they hear stuff. And it's kind of this child ghost with wet hair. And so um, that whole premise is that the kid died accidentally by drowning in the water tower that was on the roof due to child neglect. And then it ends with um, she tells the ghost that she'll stay with the ghost if she lets her child live. So they let the child go, but then she has to stay to be the ghost mommy. Oh, creepy. Highlight <laughs> spoilers, spoilers in all of these scenarios. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I, uh, yeah, I think we should put that at the front, but yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, I remember that one very vividly. Every time you go into one of his movies, you think, oh, this is going to be scary. And then the plot twist comes in and it's like, what in the world did I just sit through this for? <laughs> it's not scary at all. But the thought, I can see where he's going with the thought. So yeah, I remember that movie very yeah. well. So what I was thinking was, there's not a lot of, you know, horror movies, there's one monster or one ghost. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you have zombies, but that's still like one overall monster. Right. So I thought it'd be cool, merge the two together and you call it uh, like, um, what is it? The Dark Waters Falls. But it's where you have t- two things. So you have, you still have the tooth fairy, vengeful ghost lady, right? And then what happens is the story happens is like the guy sees her and survives, right? But then there's a, uh, in between that child and the next, there was one that saw her and survived, but couldn't handle it. And so she, due to neglect, went and drowned herself. So you have this one ghost child that still wants a mommy, but then you have the other vengeful ghost. And so it'd be kind of this movie where you're like dealing with two different types of ghosts. In a sense, because there's not a lot of movies where they combined two different types of monsters at the same time, you right. know, and you don't know what the story is, whether it, one's just a different aspiration of the other or whether, you know, it's two separate entities. So that's why I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that thought a lot. Yeah. What do you think? Of <laughs> it sounds freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I like the aspect of having two different demonic or two different beings in this situation so now you're talking about you've got one ghost that's a vengeful ghost you have another ghost that happened by neglect both of them can kill you and you don't know which one you're going to come across at any point in time one's dealing with water the other one's just trying to surround you in darkness and and do kind of stuff but wouldn't the tooth fairy one get upset at the little kid one being in her way or anything well yeah but i mean (laughs) that'd be interesting to see what happened like you know if like you know, can a ghost prevent do something to another ghost? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I've never seen. Well, I've seen instances where you see ghosts fighting each other, but you never know if they can actually touch each other on the metaphysical state. Right, like I pass through you, you pass through me, and right. whoever passed through each other the most might work out. I don't know, but. If, if they're able to kill humans, they might team up and go after people. Uh, they may just be going after each other, and whoever is there gets in the way. That's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah I like that. Still sounds really scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, who's next? Flip a coin. <laughs> Either way. All right. Um... I'll tell you what, you go first. Okay. I went first last time. Yeah. So I found two uh, of the lesser scary dark <laughs> movies. I got um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Okay. From uh, 1988. Nice. And then I picked Whistling in the Dark with Red Skelton from 1941. <laughs> <laughs> so they're both labeled as comedy, but they both have horror in them. <laughs> Red Skelton and Elvira. I- I can picture it, but then you're like, that is an odd couple I've ever wow. seen. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That kind of threw me off. Yeah, I didn't realize um, the Elvira one's a little bit, not raunchy, but it's got some 
two in that. I mean, um, she's barely dressed. Two, yeah, she, it's she, got two <laughs> two big figures in there. That, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, and she's a lot like she's the mistress of innuendos. Pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Like, yeah. But I like her because even though it's a dark kind of topic, she brings like the Valley Girl sound. <laughs> So she's not like complete evil. <laughs> she brightens it up a little bit. She loves the yeah. darkness. She loves <laughs> yeah. everything of it. But it's like, how can you not love the bazooms? Right. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Else. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So in the movie, because there was a show, which was separate, but in the movie, she, um, her great aunt passes away. Her great aunt Morgana. And she finds out that she's inherited Morgana's mansion, Rusty recipe book and dog mm. and her great uncle Vincent wanted to inherit that because you find out that Morgana was a witch and Vincent is a warlock and the recipe book has all the secrets that Vincent wants to be like this mega warlock but he, he's got to get it from Elvira and she at first doesn't realize the importance of it and so she's fine with doing it with giving it to him but the dog Algonquin goes and hides the recipe book when Uncle Vincent comes over. And so I, I have, uh, I don't want to tell too much of that. Okay. <laughs> but the Whistling in the Dark with, with Red Skelton, it, they're kind of similar in a way because he's the host of uh, a crime radio show where he's the fox and he writes it and tells the story and he always has like one loophole so that the bad guy gets caught in these stories. Mm. And there's a cult... Um, called the Silver Haven, mm. and they find out that one of their people have passed and left them money, but first they have to wait for this person's nephew to pass away. And so they come up with this idea to take care of the nephew so that they can get the money right away, but they don't want to get caught, so they kidnap the fox so that he can give them a perfect plan to murder this guy <laughs> without getting caught. Okay. And so I mixed it by having both of them... The Fox and Elvira, um, like on a split screen, what is how my joint movie was going to start. Mm -hmm. And she's listening to his radio show and he's watching her show. And then they both fall asleep. And then he's having what's happening in his actual movie, movie happen in his dream. And she's having her Uncle Vincent and everything happen to her. And then they wake up and realize that they had fallen asleep and it was just the episode that they had been listening to. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's my... <laughs> My mash of the two movies. Nice. Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I was going to say Bob Newhart-ish, but okay. Twilight Zone. No, but I, I like the twist on it because yeah. you're falling asleep, but at the same time, you're really, you're living in somebody else's story. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what would you do in that particular story? Because yeah. the, the, the two movies really are similar in that yes. way. Like, they're both hosts of a horror show, and they both have people trying to come after them. Yeah. And so it just kind of fit. And thankfully, neither story was too terrifying. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, you should have them wake up and then realize they were in each other's dream and then go meet up with each other and then find out who's trying to kill each other and yeah. report them both to police and all this. I mean, it was a little difficult since one was in the 40s and one was in the 80s. Right. But I was like, it, that doesn't matter. Yeah, My own movie can write. Exactly. In your movie, you can write it how you want. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what's up. So we're on dark. Right. Alright, so I took two movies. Um, I took uh, the 2010 horror, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. 
And I took a 2017 movie that came out, The Dark Tower. So one okay. is sci-fi, one is horror, one's fantasy, and I'm trying to mix them two together. So okay. um, just to give an overview of it, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark is about a little girl who moves in, who's with her dad and his new girlfriend, and they move into a house. They have to get away from their old house and, and, and kind of start life over again with the new girlfriend. Well, while they're in the house, the little girl hears noises. And then as she stays there a little bit longer, trying to investigate the old creepy house, she hears voices. And the voices actually talk to her and talk back to her. And so come to find out those voices are like demon-like little creatures that have infested the whole house because there's a hole in the ground in which they came up from and, and pretty much try to kill the whole family or anybody who comes in the house. Mm -hmm. So I start off friendly and, and try to be nice to her. And then they come to realize they're, they kind of look like a little bit like gremlins, but a little bit smaller. And they talk very well and they whisper. And anytime you get to the light, they can't come out to the light. But anytime you're in the dark, oh, that, yes. that's your behind. So that type of situation. The Dark Tower. <sighs> start with that one. <laughs> so you have Mr. Machain, or yeah, Miss Chain, who is the last gunslinger. And he's got that title because he's in an alternative universe. And in that alternative universe, um, there's a man of shadows who controls pretty much everything over there. It's kind of like, almost like a post-apocalyptic scene. Mm -hmm. um, there is a tower. That, that tower shares worlds between our reality and their reality. And the man of shadows wants to break down that, that barrier so he can cross over into our reality and take over our world. And there's a kid who's in who happens to be find one of the portals that he can cross over in between. And he finds the gunslinger and he's trying to get the gunslinger to take out the dark tower or take out the guy who's trying to take out the dark tower, who's trying to merge the realities together. So what I called it was don't be afraid of the dark tower. <laughs> <laughs> and in doing so, what it started off was the little girl. Um, moves in with her dad and the new girlfriend because the mom died and they go into this old house. Well, as she's rummaging through the old house, she goes in the attic and lo and behold, she comes across a portal that goes into an alternative universe, the alternative reality. Mm -hmm. As she goes over there, the creatures that inhabit that house follow her into that reality. Mm -hmm. So now they're chasing after her as well as realizing that they're in a whole other world and they're trying to take over that world as well. Well, the gunslinger comes through and he's trying to take them out as well as keep the reality safe by keeping the tower in place. Okay. Wow. And so just to ask, like, when the creatures go over there, like, do they, like, because it's a different reality, do they get, like, grow bigger, grow, like, develop powers because they're in a new reality? No, they like, multiply quicker. They multiply quicker. So, okay. yeah, they, instead of it being just three or four, they're crossing through the portal. As soon as they get over, because of the split in the reality situation, they, they double. Uh -huh. So they double in size. So four become eight, eight become 16, and basically become an infestation in this alternative <laughs> world. Okay, I like it. Wow. I like it. So it's bad for that reality that that little girl found him. It's bad for both. <laughs> yeah. You got one guy trying to 
destroy this reality. You got a infestation of creatures trying to take <laughs> over this one. And what? you got one guy with a gun trying to take out everybody. Well, nice. Plus, you have that added thing. Like, if he's still trying to merge the two realities, like, I mean, they're doubling. But then once they merge, then you, they're... Yeah, they, they're, they take over everything. Yeah. Essentially. So, the fight is trying to be how to stop them and stop this guy from merging two planets together. Yeah. Type situation. I like it. I'm surprised you did the Dark Tower, but... <laughs> <laughs> Which is much black as it got, but yeah, no, yeah, no, it was actually it was it got black because it wasn't all the way like worked as well as it should have been. Like they had an eight series uh, novel, eight novel series of the Dark Tower, and so through the novels, it's like they're great. It's a great series. When they try to make the adaptation into the movie, not so much. Right. Because it was a lot one of, movie? One movie. movie. Oh. Yeah, it was a lot of parts that were left out of it. They tried to just give the main storyline of it. Right. You have Matthew McConaughey, who plays the Man of Shadows, who basically can kill anybody on site. All he has to do is just speak a word and you, like, kill yourself. Yes. Type situation. You have Idris Elba, who plays the last gunslinger, who's pretty <laughs> much like a drunk and he doesn't want to be involved with doing anything, but turns around and winds up having to help out the kid in distress. Wow. Yeah. And the like the Matthew McConaughey character, like Stephen King has a few characters that carry over. So that guy, like he's the big evil in like a lot of other books. Like he's the yes. main guy in what needful things. Yes. Wow. I can't remember what the other one is, but Yeah, it's he's like a couple of movies or the a couple stand? of couple of book uh adaptations based off of that one character. Yeah. And it's all Stephen King. So it's like, yeah, it works. Huh. Alright. So, any other um, movies you thought about using that you Heck just no. couldn't? <laughs> my, my first one was the one that I said when we first started talking about the names, which was The Godfather of the Bride. <laughs> and I was going to be a guy marrying into a family, not realizing that that family was a mafia family. Uh-huh. And so, he had tried to adapt to their lifestyle and they're like looking at him like, yeah, you're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Because I almost did Dancer in the Dark, but I was like, I couldn't find a way to put that one with another movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about um, Dark Shadows. Uh, yeah. You know, I, no. about, I okay. just had to, I had to look up see, titles with dark in See, <laughs> see I thought you would have done Dark Shadows or Dancer in the Dark because those are all like comedy. Yeah, the dark comedy movie. is, uh, Dark Shadows is with um, uh, um, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's he's like a vampire, but he's like a goofy vampire in a sense. And it's, <laughs> I already knew Elvira because my dad's a fan. He, she went to the same high school he did. Oh, and so wow. he loves that about her. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so I've heard a lot about her. Yeah. And so I was glad that there was a title that was some familiarity. I met her down at the Ritz uh, downtown on 6th Street when really? she came. It's <laughs> like she did like a Halloween special. Um, the... the uh, Sorority on Saints Row or Sorority on, um, what's that? It's a movie called Sorority on Surrey Row. Uh-huh. And she showed that film adaptation, but she like came out normal and then she came out as Elvira and everybody was like, yeah! Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Like, yeah, she was cool. Yeah. Real cool. And I already knew Red Skelton because he's awesome. But, so I was just very ha- happy to find movies <laughs> with something I knew. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. All right. At the fringes of perception, beyond the boundaries of your mind, 
just past the glow of the firelight, out of the corner of your eyes, you will find an edge case. Edge Case Podcast, coming September 10th. Learn more at edgecasepod.com. So, uh, any closing thoughts? No? All right. Uh, so, this has been a Tattoo Far. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on our website, uh, dot Um, so, and uh, intro and outro music have been done by Full Blown Beats at Full Blown Beats with a Z at mail.com. All right. Uh, please subscribe and uh, listen uh, to our podcast. Uh, we're now on iTunes. Are we? Yes, we're now on iTunes. So, sweet. Run. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. So, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. And then some other tuned in. Tuned all the in. platforms. Yeah, Isn't all the platforms. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll come find you in the dark if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> all right. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.